episode two, Connor's here, and uh, I'm here, Marco. And so, who are you? Hi, everyone. Thank you for inviting me. I'm <laughs> I'm Laura Casaleño. I'm one of the BGY3s, and I'm very happy to be here. Good. Um, so, Laura, some basic introduction stuff, okay? Oh, that, so I need to expand that. Um... Don't worry, we got you. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yes, go for it. No need for a monologue. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, where did you go to medical school? So, uh, some people would know, I grew up in Argentina, so I went to med school over there. Uh, Universidad Nacional de Rosario. That's uh, where I was from, or I'm from, Rosario. And uh, what, what initially got you interested in, in medicine back in the day? <clears throat> okay. Um, so, I don't know. You know, in Argentina, we don't go to college. So, we have to make a decision on what we are going to do uh, kind of very early in life. So, I was like, you know, young and um, trying to change the world. Hasn't changed. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that um, I would get into politics. And then I realized that politics wasn't for me. There was a lot of corruption <laughs> in that uh, area. So I decided that medicine was a good way of like changing the world and being political actors and helping people. I know it's like super cliche, but that's how I got into medicine. And um, and then, yeah, that's kind of it. Is that when you bought your motorcycle and went around Argentina? Yeah. <laughs> well, not in a motorcycle, but in a bus. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, reference for some people there. Yeah. Um, so uh, what are your future interests after residency? So um, I'm going into infectious disease. And the decision about doing infectious disease, I don't know if you're going to ask me that, but I'm going to anticipate the question. So the, he's a great doctor. Anticipation. Um, so the decision of going into ID came kind of earlier when I was like in med school. So um, I volunteer a lot when I was in med school. And every time that I was like doing a volunteering project, I ended up working with in some like former fashion or whatever. I don't know how to say that. But whatever. I ended up working with infectious disease specialists. And I started to notice, like, infectious disease processes are very related to uh, health disparities and health inequities. And I thought that a good way of, you know, fighting for those inequities was, like, getting into ID. And also, I really like microbiology. I really like bugs, <laughs> parasites, particularly. <laughs> so when you were, you were doing your uh, tour there, what was, what was your favorite infectious disease you saw? Um... Well, surprise, Chagas disease. Chagas <laughs> disease. So yeah, I the so Argentina is like a huge endemic area for Chagas disease, and I work in the north of Argentina, which is like the the biggest endemic area. So I got to work a lot with patients with Chagas disease over there. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's excellent. She's got a big heart. Yeah. Oh, God. oh, and she does in oh, many Lord ways. Jesus. And now we start. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna walk out very soon. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, now, now that, uh, now that you're kind of, you know, we're all kind of at our PTY three year. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're we're getting pretty close to ending, which is, I know, sad for. 
for all of us. So if you can remember, what what, what was it like prior to starting your your intern uh, year, your PGY one year here at UIC? Oh God. Um. Okay. So um, terrifying. Uh. So I moved from Argentina here, and um, I moved here essentially. Well, I can tell this story a little later, but I moved here because my husband is from here. So we moved to Chicago and he started his residency. So I was like taking all the exams and I was like, you know, in this like bubble of like studying all the time, not knowing anyone and getting to know the culture, the language and everything. And um, when I match into residency, I was like terrified of like, you know, fitting in and like, would I understand people talking in English? And my first month of residency, I was like, no, I cannot understand what people are saying but I was like I it was terrifying but um but you know um we adapt as human beings so I adapted to residency I kind of speak English right now (laughs) just a tiny bit (laughs) but um but yeah I think I was like terrified before starting residency yeah that's my feeling (laughs) so uh you had those feelings you started residency you adapted um, which kind I think of. is kind of what we all learn to do. Yeah. Um, so what, after your first year, towards the end of the first year, like what would you say was your biggest hurdle and what you got out of your first year, the intern year? Uh, friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, yeah, friends. But also, I don't know. Um, to me, it was like uh, one of like the the biggest challenges was like interacting with patients in in a different language. Although I speak uh, a lot of Spanish with my patients, but was like my yeah one of the biggest challenge was like to get a good history from patients and get to talk to them and get to know them. So um, and also at the same time, learning medicine and learning how to be efficient, learning the EMR. It was like a lot of a lot of like information, a lot of things. And I think um, I struggle a lot, to be honest, the first like three months, three or four months of residency. Uh, and just trying to put all these, these things together. And I think by the end of like first year, I had that like sense of like accomplishment of like, okay, I, I can be efficient. I can like follow tasks and I can try to make a decision and then I started second year and I was like oh nope I cannot do this anymore (laughs) (laughs) the hard the hardest jump I think in in medicine yeah 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 I mean how how was that for you even more terrifying than first year (laughs) I have to say because like you feel like I don't know and maybe you will like share the same kind of experience but it's from one day to the other you feel like you have to make all the decisions and it's like, and then you end up learning that it's not like that. We are a team, and that's why there's like other people, and there's like other layers. Uh, you don't have to do everything by yourself or take all the responsibilities. So that was like what terrified me the most from transitioning, um, just like being a monkey order and <laughs> putting all the orders <laughs> and following tasks to um, kind of managing a team and like. Um, making decisions so it was a little rough but um, but yeah again adaptable we all adapt to changes yeah, yeah. Um, and then of course our PGY2 year like you adapted you were in that you're in the game and then you know COVID-19 happens oh god um, how do you how do you think 
the pandemic has changed how you will be a doctor in the future? Um, I think actually someone asked me that um, during um, interview for fellowship. Um, I don't think it will change the way I practice medicine. I I feel like it affected me at a personal level because like, you know, I think we all got very burned out and tired and exhausted of like not being able to see our families or not being able to hang out or like seeing our patients getting very sick and um are we having difficulties? No. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm I'm in a very serious topic. No, but I mean the pandemic I feel like affected us on um at a personal level, at uh, um, f- like feelings, you know, I was very sad and very tired and like mad at sometimes, like not being able to see my family for more than a year. It was like very rough. Um, but I feel like if anything, well, I don't know. I feel if anything will like um, affect positively the way of like um practicing medicine i don't know it makes you appreciate your patients a lot more and also i don't know it made me think a lot about like health disparities and health inequities and how some um populations got more affected i don't know it's it it was just such a challenging moment in like so many different layers like i was saying personal like socially politically as well like I don't know Uh, but I don't feel it will change the way I practice medicine I um yeah I feel like it made me maybe stronger um and I don't know uh dealing with a lot of emotions in a in a different way but um but yeah I don't feel it will have an impact on the way I treat patients or see patients or practice medicine in the future I don't know what were your? Am so, I allowed to ask questions? Yeah, absolutely. Ours <laughs> yes, please. A, Can a you? Yeah, yeah. Please, um, please. I enjoy your questions because yeah. we we actually went on for a really long time about this. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't. I think I became a better doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like critical care. Yeah. Um, so it was basically all I did for six months. Uh, I think my skills are good. Uh, yeah. Way better than they would ever be otherwise. Hmm. Um, That's a good point, actually. It was just a really hard year. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really hard year. I think it, um, and I think we had talked about on the, f- the first podcast, too, is it, uh, it was so sad and so tragic. Mm. And then, you know, on top of that, we were all dealing with it together. Um, and I, I don't think that. I've fully been able to process the entire effects on on us individually or as a collective, um, and that's a lot of it's a lot of heavy feelings yeah. for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of agree with what what oh with what you're saying. Uh, I feel like yeah that I maybe we haven't even like fully fully like process these. yeah and i'll share the first episode with you after this but um i think that was even when i was editing the first episode you know i'd kind of get a memory of you know something else i had forgotten yeah that was just like you know slight tear coming down your face just thinking about it yeah um 
and there were so many of those that they're just going to pop up every once in a while. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, it's it was so hard. And um yeah, and also like kind of going deeper into the topic, but like the unknown, the very beginning of the pandemic that we were like I remember coming back from Argentina and um you know, it starts to be on the news, like, oh, this is like coronavirus. And I was like, oh, no, it's, we're going to be fine. You know, and then it hit and it hit pretty bad. And I, I was in the ICU when um, mm-hmm. the, the actually we admitted the first patient yep. in the ICU. I remember that. I remember that. Um, <clears throat> it was a super young guy with like young kids and, you know, the, he didn't like, he didn't make it. And it was like very rough. And that's like when I kind of like, realized that this was like way worse than we all thought and after like two or three months of inpatient for me I had vacation and my trip to my house like got canceled and that's when it hit me like pretty hard personally I was like oh this is bad and I don't know when I'm gonna see my family again so um and I'm making everything kind of like very um selfish talking about me and my family but to me was like a huge huge uh, deal not being able to go back home and um and it was very 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 rough and and on top of that like seeing all our patients getting so sick and so quickly and with no with the unknown it's like we don't know how to treat we are not we we are not sure how what are like the sequelae or what are like the um, like the most severe cases of this. I don't know. I think the unknown was like the, the hardest part of the pandemic. I don't know if you agree, yeah. guys, or uh, you had similar. It was the unknown and the fact that, you know, you could die by oh, doing your job. Right. Dude, right. yes. Right. I mean, yeah? you don't know. Like, yeah, I remember in March I had I had it. Um, and that was before, like, everyone was wearing masks. Um, mm-hmm. And... I just remember, I just had a headache. I felt awful. I thought I was burned out at first. Probably was a little bit. Mm. Um, but, you know, I was drinking coffee and I couldn't wake up. I couldn't get rid of this headache. And then I started coughing during rounds. And, you know, I, we get back after rounds and I look at my team and I said, guys, I'm sick. I have to go. Oh, dude. And then for the next, like, four or five days, I just, I felt like hell. Yeah. And, you know, I'm lucky it was minor and I was back to work in a week because that that was the recommendation then right? yeah um, but at that time you don't even know yeah you're young you're a healthy guy whatever but at that time we didn't even know like who was gonna get sicker who wasn't like it was all yeah i got very paranoid and like scared um also you know you go to work you're in the front line going back home um i live with my husband mm-hmm. we all have like someone that we live with or like see often or even our neighbors like I live in a building with like other people mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds like I'm an elder uh, well I am <laughs> um, but you know I was like I had that in the back of my mind every single day and that burns you out that stresses you and like burns you out and you never knew if you I mean, I remember we lost nurses. Um, you know, we, we heard about doctors passing. There mm-hmm. was the stories about residents getting it and getting very sick. And it was, 
it was the first time i mean i i agree like the first time you like worried about your own health Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. i mean before that it was like you know sickness happens to other people i know but now it was potentially us um and you know again that's kind of a selfish way to look at it but it was it was the first time where it kind of it was so real it's like we were facing the fear that our parents our patients felt you know and that was i think you really truly felt that empathy of that you know that feeling of uncertainty and what's going to happen to me and when am i going to go for this test and we felt that very you know I, i think for all the negatives it it also had you know this feeling of, you know, you could really put yourself in the shoes of a patient for, for a lot of us for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's very real. Um, and the other thing that I, I been struggling with and it's like the delay in Argentina, Mm -hmm. like they are now going through the second wave. So it's like relieving everything that we kind of already, not that we are, um, over the pandemic here, but numbers are getting better. Now we can be in um, indoors or outdoors with ma- without masks. And in Argentina, it's like, oh, now they are like the capacity, like 95% of the beds are taken. And it's like, it's getting pretty bad in there. Some like, you know, this like lagging behind over there. It's like relieving the, you know, the pandemic. But I... I think I learned how to cope with the the feelings and the stress and the you know the fear, which I think the fear was like the one of the biggest things, um, and I think um, I don't know talking to people and looking for support in friends, family, um, plus ones, <laughs> loved ones. Uh, so an excellent I, drummer, I hear. <laughs> he is a very good drummer. <laughs> He's a professional drummer. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, I feel like we learned how to cope with this awful pandemic. <laughs> yeah. We can yeah. finalize the episode. No, I'm kidding. Oh, uh, keep you going. Can, yeah, yeah, going. yeah. There, there's going. A lot. Every time you think it's going to end, we keep going. Yeah. So, I love it. Kind of going through all this, um, some of the other questions we've been asking. Um, so what was your uh, darkest time during residency? Um, um, <laughs> let me think. Uh, <laughs> I think words actually, <laughs> not even pandemic times. I think as a PGY2 being on words early in the PGY2 year, I think that was like my darkest time. Well, the pandemic was pretty dark, but. I don't know. This was a this was a different, you know, uh, words is like challenging. We had a lot of patients. Mm-hmm. They were all very, very sick in our team. And this like feeling that all the decisions have, like you have to make all the decisions and um, you, I don't know, you have to manage the entire team. And it was like when we had 24 patients, I think I said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I think that was like a very dark time in residency because I was feeling very insecure with my like medical knowledge. And I was like feeling um, not very prepared or ready to manage a team and a, a, a team that big and that sick. And... I felt alone at the beginning. I was like, oh my God, this is, this is all on me. And, um, I, 
wasn't like relying on other people and then I realized like I'm in a team I can't rely on other people I need to rely on other people that's what what a team is for and I think I got over it but <laughs> I I think that was like my darkest times and I think my one of my interns can um was a witness of those moments <laughs> Colin yeah. You can, uh, Colin Gallagher. Colin Gallagher. He's so <laughs> awesome. And he, he saw me in my darkest times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, kind of the spin to that. Uh, what, what are you going to remember our residency that you're like, these are my favorite. That was my, my favorite moment in residency or moments. Um, well, I have a favorite moment, hmm. um, that I wrote, you know, in the thingy for, graduation mm. so i don't want to like spoil it <laughs> i'm gonna save okay. it okay that's fine to be announced to be, to be, to be announced graduation. no it's like very dumb but i think like i don't know there's so many moments i think i have to say that um breaking my glasses against the uh, door oh my gosh yes. i even though it I sounds remember. like traumatic yes. it was like it was uh, it was very funny uh, Megan Hudak um, can also is a witness of that moment. I was running to an RT and I opened a door and you know how beds are like behind doors because why not? And the door came straight up to my face and thank God I was wearing my glasses. <laughs> and so you I actually didn't... had like the classic nerd tape to hold your oh, glasses yeah. <laughs> together and I thought that was the best. Yeah. The team came the next morning. They were like, what happened here? Like, I, my hair was like all a mess. I had tape on my glasses and I, we had a rough night. I don't know. So that, <laughs> and, and I think another like very fun memory, of course, like, mem like memories with friends, retreat, going out, having fun. But one specifically from residency is like and I tell this story like multiple times but I was like in GMC and Dr. Heckerling was there and there was a fire alarm and everybody like kind of evacuated the building and when he was like on his way he was like singing we didn't start the fire oh my gosh <laughs> what a story I, I just like couldn't stop laughing <laughs> he didn't even know that I was there like the the GMC was already empty so I was like, you know, I was helping patients to get out and it was a real fire, whatever. <laughs> it wasn't a drill, but... She did quotation, air quotation. Oh, yeah, air quotation. Oh, yeah, we are not being filmed. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I was like there last with Dr. Heckerling and he didn't see me and he was like singing, we didn't stop. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a great story. That it is was, excellent. It was pretty fun. Okay, and going with these good times, yes. Um, yes, what was yes. that moment you had sometime throughout your training where you're like, I did some doctor stuff right there. I think I'm going to be okay. When, when, you finally made it, when you finally made it, what it when, when was that for you? I don't know. Let me think. I don't know. I feel like, I think third year, it feels like way more comfortable. I don't know. It's like, it's not even a real transition from like second to third year, but it, it it feels way you feel more confident for some reason. I don't know what it is that changes. It, there's a switch in our minds. I don't know, but 
<laughs> but uh, you're a doctor, so you can tell me that. But um, it's what? very similar to what uh, Connor said. It was just like, um, you know, eventually you're just all of a sudden you're like, I can do this. I yeah it yeah just yeah happens. yeah. I don't know. You go to an RRT and you or like a co- well codes. I don't know. Sometimes they freak me out. But uh, RRTs and you feel a little more comfortable. You're okay. I know what I'm doing. I can think a differential here oh <laughs> so i don't know i don't know what it is but i think the transition from like pgy th- two to three i think it feels like way better yeah and what about my i think this will be my my last question but what um what currently has you feeling hope what are you excited about for in in the near future what are you looking forward to Hmm. In my personal life, or you mean like the world? Anything. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the world. Uh, Marvel movies. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> in in person, in person Marvel <laughs> movies. Uh no. What gives me hope? I don't know. I uh, let me think about. Uh, that's a hard question. Do I have hope in the world? Yes, I do. I'm kidding. <laughs> Rhetorical question. <laughs> no, I don't know. I feel like, see, like the vaccines. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's such a, you know, a milestone in medicine. And like, us as human beings, I feel that the vaccines are like, it's, it's a massive thing. I don't know. I'm. This is going to sound also kind of cliche and dumb. But when I got my first shot, I cried mm. and... <laughs> I, I was so close. <laughs> I, 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 we got the shot. Everyone's in a good mood. And the shot goes in. I go down and sit for, you know, the 15 minutes waiting period. And it's January. And I'm just thinking for months, like, we couldn't do anything. I know. We could do nothing. Yeah. And then some pharmacy student just stabs you in the arm. <laughs> and you're like, that's it. In the that's basement. It. In the basement. In of the, the basement. basement. Pharmacy school at UIC. Yeah. And, and that, yeah. that's it. Yeah. It, it was, it blew my mind. No, it, it is insane. And um, yeah, so I got the shot and, and the girl was like, are you okay? Like she thought that maybe I had pain or something. I was like, yep, I'm fine. <laughs> I was like very emotional. <laughs> but it's like. So many months of like struggling and like um and all these emotions that we were talking like fear unknown uh, separation from family from friends from like being at work with sick people it's like it's such a burden such a load and like your shoulders and you get a vaccine and you cry that's what that that's what happens <laughs> yeah. that's what happens but no I got emotional Amazing. and I I feel like vaccines give me hope and um. And I don't know, I feel like people in general, um, seeing that when people unites and works together, things get better. I feel like that gives me hope. Um, that's why I feel like I, I don't want to get too like um, political or ideological, but that's like uh, what I feel about being a physician, right? We have this like if you think about it, we have this like political role. We are part of our community. We're a key component of our community, our a key actor in our communities. And when we work together with our patients and our teams and uh, our colleagues, I think that's when things get better. So that gives me hope. Working together, 
Yes, it's super cliche. Inspirational. It is. Uh, <clears throat> it's uh, inspirational. Oh, my God. It's, uh, yeah. Is it, though? Am I inspirational? No. Yes, you are, <laughs> Laura. The, the, the overarching thing when you when you re-listen to this, when I have post-editing... Um, <laughs> don't edit! No, oh, no, no, no. It'll, don't worry about it. It'll be that you'll hear that you were scared, you went through something, you adapted, and then you came out with a positive attitude at the end. No matter what, on your on the ideals you stated at the beginning of the of this interview. That is true. I like that um, summary that you made of my last three years. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you. That's a great H and P right there. Yes. What a great assessment. You plan. should be ID. You should be an ID <laughs> yeah. doctor. You take a very good history. Well, you can take a good history and not be an ID doc. <laughs> oh my god! Such an <laughs> blasphemy. Offense. Blasphemy. Um. No, but actually, I I appreciate that summary because it's like yeah, that's like kind of the kind of the path that I went through in yeah being terrified and like having very good moments and being terrified again and like unknown and fear and blossoming again <laughs> <laughs> no but I mean it's 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 a journey and I it's kind of now being close to the end it's like nice you doing these exercises of exercises of going back and like how did we feel at certain time and how did we cope with that feeling and how did we like struggle or not struggle or like fix something or not fix something or like how are we going to get better? And this is very nice, actually, like <laughs> getting to talk to you guys that are my friends and having a space to, you know, uh, do some reflection about life. I love it. I like the, this podcast. <laughs> and I think, I, I mean, I the last thing that I, I kind of want to say is that we've been, I guess I should speak for myself, maybe not for you as well, but I, I feel very lucky to have gotten to know you. Um, and you're an incredibly special person, and we all know that you'll do incredible things. So thank you for coming on. I, I think um, you, I get very nostalgic towards the end of, oh God, of times and... Um, I value all our friendship very much. So thank you for, for being you. Marco is like, I am not sharing your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get enough to my insight on the first episode. But, um, uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, this was, I asked you to come on for the reasons here. Oh, so um, I think this is a hell of an episode. Oh, uh, guys. So, you have any last thoughts? No, it's just like, I don't know. I get. I am getting very nostalgic. Um, I know I joke around a lot, but I am. I have feelings too. Uh, <laughs> She's got a big heart. I, <laughs> Shagas. Oh, hashtag Shagas. Hell yeah. That'll be the the hashtag for this episode. <laughs> hell yeah! I probably have Shagas. I had a Redubik bag. Like, Shagoma. Uh, no, I I saw it like around my um, bed, but. I'll tell that story. And no, I killed it, and there was no blood. And I, t- I, I tested, and I have no chagas, but maybe I have a big heart. Um, whatever. I want to say that I, I'm getting very nostalgic, and um, this is something that residency gave me a lot of friends, and I'm very happy of meeting you. Haven't met you all, and I'm gonna miss you. <laughs> Off to UCSF. Off to UCSF. Yay. We're going to cut it off because she's in a good mood and said something good about us and may not happen again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, staying. that's what that's going to be edited. <laughs> <laughs>